So if you want to save America from crooked Joe Biden, you must go caucus tomorrow. Right? First step. Right? First step. We're going to do it. We're going to do it big. You got to get out. You can't sit home. If you're sick as a dog, you say, darling, I've got to Even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. <laughs> if you're sick, if you're just so sick, you can't. Darling, I don't think. Get up. Get up. You get up. You vote. Yes, darling. <laughs> yeah, that would that would show dedication, I think. Making your way through what is it, uh, thirty degrees below zero with the wind chill. That's a little brisk, a little nippy, even for uh, wholesome Iowa Americans. Uh, but President Trump there yesterday, even if you pass away after it, it's still worth it. Show up. You know, ninety percent of life is showing up. Well, happy Monday to you, and happy Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day observed. That makes it a national holiday. It's a holiday. A lot of people are staying home. But uh, not me, not Michael Piercy. We're here. We're here waiting for you. Jane is here on the phones. Michael is here. Holiday schmoliday. Snowstorm, the uh, the snowmageddon, the blizzard of 2024 is upon us. There was so much snow, so much snow when we woke up this morning that you could actually write your name in the hood of your car. It was probably a quarter of an inch deep, light, powdery, fluffy snow. Uh, and it's hard to tell whether people are driving worse in Washington, D.C. today. Because on any normal day, everybody drives so badly in Washington, D.C. It's, you know, half the city, half the population, their first car was made of wood. Their first car, that's true, did you know that? A lot of people, a huge number of people in Washington, D.C., their first car was was drawn by an animal. That's, uh, that's No, they're not a thousand years old or anything. They're just from places where you might uh, grow up driving an ox cart because, don't you know, So happy Martin Luther King Day, and I hope you have the day off. I hope you have a holiday. Uh, A lot of people don't, of course, because holiday, schmoliday, and all that stuff. But remember the, uh, in fact, we'll probably play a little bit today because it's uh, Martin Luther King Day. You know, uh, he dreamed of a day when we uh, would all be judged by the content of our character and not the color of our skin. And the Democrat Party, the party of lynching, the party of the Klan, boy, have they gone in the opposite direction. Speaking of which, a violent mob of lunatic leftists rioted at the White House on Saturday, and the Washington Post loved it. They thought it was an excellent expression of, uh, what do they call it, First Amendment activity. It was First Amendment activity. And when Democrats riot, and the White House was evacuated. Now, Lunch Bucket Joe was on vacation, of course, because he's always on vacation, because his brain, she's a no good, she no work. That's a no good, that brain of his. But they had to evacuate the staff from the White House because of the violent mob of pro-Houthi and pro-Hamas Democrats. They're Democrats, and they're with the jihad in the name of liberalism. You might think that's counterintuitive because it obviously is. But the left has gone so completely insane. How completely insane have they gone? Well, I'm going to play some of the audio. They got, uh, they're doing, you know, we have uh, T-shirts and coffee mugs at the Chris Plant store that just say 
FJB. Now, that's a reference. It goes back to a NASCAR race uh, some time ago and kind of a funny uh, sports reporter, the woman on the television who I think made it funny. Oh, I, I think they're saying, what'd she say? They, uh, what, what are they saying? The Because they were really saying FJB. And let's go Brandon is what they're saying. Oh, they're saying let's go Brandon, she said. And it was kind of uh, funny, funny little moment. Uh, but we have FJB coffee mugs and uh, T-shirts at the Chris Plant Store. And interestingly, these radical Democrats, I know that's redundant and unnecessarily duplicative, uh, the, uh, the Democrats out there that are pro-Hamas, that's a radical Islamic, genocidal radical Islamic terrorist group hell-bent on the total destruction of the state of Israel and the death of every Jew. And then, of course, by extension, the infidels, that's all of us, will come later. Uh, and the Democrats are with them because they're not well-adjusted people, are they? They've got a lot of mental issues. I, uh, again, scientific research has shown that if you're raised by parents that identify, you know how they like to identify as things, that if they identify as liberal, you're much, liberal parents much more likely to raise children with mental illness issues. And boy, is that in evidence everywhere you look today. Let me tell you, I, uh, I appreciate the scientific study showing that that is statistically true and mathematically true, but just walk the streets of Washington, D.C. or San Francisco on, or New York or Chicago on any given day, and uh, you will see it in, uh, in living color. Can you say in living color on Martin Luther King Day? It's uh, complicated, I know. Yeah, so a riot at the White House and the uh, evacuation of the White House staff because of the violent mobs. They were attacking the Secret Service, and uh, violently, naturally, what other way would you attack the Secret Service or the White House? And they were uh, desecrating our, our memorials, our monuments, and Lafayette Park spray painting them. Uh, and nobody shot them with rifles from the roof of the White House or anything, which I think is kind of peculiar, don't you? What do we have police for? And why do we give them those neat rifles and nice perches on the roof of the White House if you're not going to come on for the love of God? So we've got, uh, we've got that. And I, I want to get to that because they... Honestly, the Democrat Party is so mentally ill, and, they, and that includes the Washington Post. They assigned four reporters. Remember when it was like one riot, one ranger, and you had one reporter on a story and they would write the story? Now it takes four because really there's, uh, I think it has to do with IQ. Uh, all of them have IQs below 50, and you have to put all four of them together. They probably all went to Harvard. I haven't looked, but, but maybe I will. And they wrote this story about how great it was that there was a violent riot at the White House that forced the evacuation of the White House staff. They left that out of the Washington Post piece because they're not journalists. They're propagandists. They're, they're bootlicks. They're fluffers. They, uh, they don't know truth from lies. And that's why they worked for Jeff Bezos at the Washington Post. And the paper loses $100 million a year, but Jeff Bezos doesn't care because he's buying influence. He's buying a seat at the table. He owns the Washington Post. And he's got a $6 billion contract with the CIA. And he got that before he bought the Washington Post for just a few hundred million dollars. But there's nothing to see here. And, and if there were, you wouldn't read about it in the Washington Post. In fact, I had, I had kind of an interesting... I had a, I had a yesterday morning. That's a Sunday. It, this is kind of... It's a little odd. 
but I had an appointment. It was a medical appointment at, at Sibley Hospital, 7 a.m. yesterday morning, 7 a.m. yesterday morning, to go in and get a scan, and I don't have any time during the week. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have no time to do anything during the week. So uh, I said, well, how about uh, Sunday morning at uh, 7 a.m.? I was like, yeah, sure, that sounds good. Um, so I went, I went in there, and actually there were all kinds of uh, stories related to this because I was told to show up at 7 a.m. for a 7.30 scan, a CT scan, right? No big deal. Everything's good, and uh, as far as I know. And, the, uh, and I showed up at 10 minutes of 7 because early is on time and on time is late, right? And I'm at the right place, and I'm 10 minutes early, and there's nobody there. And I'm wandering around this empty hospital, tumbleweeds blowing down the halls, looking for anybody. And I finally found somebody with a photo ID hanging on their thing, and, uh, and they're you know wearing scrubs, and and this nice lady, uh, you know from Africa I think, and she uh, said, well they're supposed to be here now, but but they're not, and uh, I'm waiting and I'm waiting, and my 7:30 uh, go time I should have been leaving. It takes like two minutes. Should have been gone by now, and then finally the like the this uh, guy in blue scrubs shows up and he says, hey the lady, this is like 7:30. I'm I'm told to be there at seven o'clock, and uh, the uh, the guy comes by and he says. Hey, the lady who's supposed to be here just called me. She says that her GPS tells her that she'll be here at 7.45. She'll be here at 7.45. I'm like, okay, well, I was here at 6.50 for my 7 a.m. rendezvous, but okay. And she's so sure enough because then her GPS told her. She doesn't know how long it takes to get to work. She's got to check with her GPS, and that's what her GPS told her. Then she got there, and she... uh, uh, sashayed in, sweet as you please. Uh, an hour after I got there at 7.50 a.m., 7.50 a.m., like, oh, hey, good morning, welcome. Um, hey, I, you know, I warmed up the coffee for you. Uh, yeah. so, so I got uh, I got that, because that's normal now. And she was, how shall I describe her? She was a Democrat. Let me just say that she was a very definite, definite Democrat voter. And she's supposed to be at work at a hospital, at Sibley Hospital, which is Johns Hopkins uh, Hospital. At uh, 7 a.m., and she showed up at 7.50, and she had her GPS tells her what time she's going to get to work <laughs> and all this stuff, right? And uh, so that was embarrassing for her, but she didn't seem especially embarrassed, maybe a little. And while I was waiting, there was a man, a man who came in about 20 minutes after me, came down in the elevator, and he uh, and he walked over, and he looked around for anybody, and I'm sitting there uh, by myself, out in this big, uh, you know, hallway thing. And he walks around and he looks around. And then he comes out and he looks at me. And, uh, and I just said, uh, right, no one's here. And he said, oh, yeah, they told me to be here at 730. They told me to be here at uh, 7 o'clock. Uh, and uh, so uh, he sat down. And I, I told him the guy, the guy had told me that her GPS told her that she'd be there at 745. And, and so this guy sat down. And he's maybe 70 years old or something. And he sat down next to me, and it's D.C., so he's a, you know, a Democrat and a liberal for sure, pretty much for sure. He sat down next to me, and I'm minding, I'm minding my own business. And he's looking at his phone because that's what everybody does. And, uh, and he says, man, I am so tired of everything being about Trump. Just kind of, I'm so tired about everything. Being, and, I, and I said, tell me. And he, he said, you know, it's and, – and, and, what he's saying is not wrong that the news media focuses everything on Trump. The weather is about Trump. Air travel is about Trump. Uh, you know, war that, remember when there was peace under Trump, uh, war, everything's about Trump. And he's shaking his head saying, 
Why do they make everything about Trump? Why does everything have to be about Trump? And then, and I'm kind of shrugging. I'm not looking to engage him politically. And, uh, and then he starts talking. He said, everything is so, and he said, the border, we got war in Ukraine. I said, well, let's not forget war in the Middle East and now the Houthis in Yemen. And so now I've engaged him and we start talking. And, and one thing leads to another. And I said, well, and you know, what do you, because they always ask, what do you do, right? And I said, well, I, you know, I host a radio show and I, and I host a television show. Oh, really? Uh, so I should know you. And I'm like, you know, don't worry about it. You're a liberal, you know? And uh, I said, well, I do conservative talk radio and I have a television show on Newsmax. And he looks at me like I'm from another galaxy, like he doesn't know, <laughs> doesn't know how to respond. And, uh, and, and he's uh, just confused. And, well, what kind of, you're, so you're a Republican? And I say, I'm a, a you know, Reagan conservative. And, and, uh, and he just looks completely befuddled because I was nice and polite with him and I, I didn't start a fire or anything. I didn't riot. I didn't loot anything. And they've all got it in their heads because they all get their news from the same place. And then, and then I said, well, do you see what happened last night at the White House? And he said, no, no, what? And I whipped out my phone which I don't always have in my hand, and I'm not always staring at it. And I called up the video of uh, one of the videos of the riot at the White House the night before, which is very violent and mobs and, and attacking the Secret Service and this temporary fence, this no-climb fence around the White House that they were tearing down. And the guy's mouth was hanging open, and he was batting his eyes. And he's like, what? what? Why haven't I seen this? And I said, well, that's a good question. <laughs> Um, and he hadn't seen any of it. And I, so I showed him this video and I said, yeah, they're, they're pro Hamas and now they're pro Houthi. And he's looking at me like, like what? You know, they don't, they get their news from, I don't think CNN even covered it. And the riot at the white house by the pro Houthi, pro Hamas Democrats. And they're all Democrats. You know, the jihadis who came to us from the Gaza and are dressed up, dressed up like jihadis. In fact, did you see that guy? There was a guy there wearing, uh, just completely uh, covered his face with the Palestinian headdress, and he's wearing camouflage uh, clothing, and on his shoulder he's got a patch, and a police officer, I think a D.C. police officer, took a picture of this psychotic uh, future mass murderer, and the patch on his shoulder is the patch for the Hamas military arm, the military arm of Hamas. And there he is outside the White House with his face covered up by himself, looking like a suicide bomber. And, uh, you know, the Democrats want to defund the police and fund Iran. They defund the police and they fund Iran, which funds Hamas, Iran does. And they fund Hezbollah. Hezbollah killed two Israelis yesterday in a, a rocket attack. They fund the Houthi rebels. So the Democrats, Biden and Obama, Barack Hussein Obama. Remember the school kids chanting his name like he's a deity, like it's North Korea? Yeah, so the Democrats fund Iran. Iran funds the Houthis and Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad. They fund Hezbollah. Uh, And then they show up in front of the White House. And you see this kind of amazing. The Washington Post talks about it. I'm going to share the Washington Post story with you. They got a lot of Palestinian flags. It, it may be the first time a violent mob, a huge mob of criminals attacked the White House carrying foreign flags. 
Since the War of 1812, since the British burned the White House in 1814, and today, once again, they gave us the first Civil War, too. It's the Democrats. What's the matter with these people? We are at 888-630-9625. Oh, yeah, and uh, Iowa is busy today, too, the caucuses. Because it's just starting today. We'll have more on that tomorrow. But I'll have a bunch of the numbers and stuff for you today on the Iowa caucuses as well. We're at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the uh, coming up to the, the riot that the media approves of because they love left wing riots. They can burn, loot, kill, torch the uh, the left, you know, because their cause is righteous. It's kill the Jews, and uh, that's the Democrat Party today. Kill them all, like Stonewall Jackson. Uh, it, it is. Uh, it's an amazing time to be an American and to watch what's happened to the Democrat Party. They are literally pro-Hamas, anti-Israel. And you can't say you're anti-Israel and not an anti-Semite. Uh, again, I've uh, made the point many times. Oh, I, I'm anti-Japan. I don't think Japan has the right to exist but that doesn't mean I'm anti-Japanese. Right? It's another nation with a specific ethnic, right? uh, identifiable ethnic group. But never mind that. So the mob showed up at the White House. And well, you hear the mob at the White House. And well, you hear what the Washington Post had to say about it. Here's just uh, one little uh, headline. One little headline of the pro-Palestinian rioters outside White House hurl objects at officers as non-essential staff are reportedly evacuated. They evacuated the White House because not since, well, not since the Democrats attacked the White House under Trump. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. The Los Angeles Times has endorsed Adam Schiffless for the U.S. Senate seat that will be vacated when the Democrats hit Dianne Feinstein in the back of the head with a shovel. Like in, uh, what is that, Psycho, one of the Psycho movies. Speaking of Psycho movies, there was a Psycho movie at the White House on Saturday because 
the Democrats showed up to violently attack the White House, and they brought their Hamas allies with them, and their, their, uh, they love Hezbollah, they love Hamas, they love the Houthis. A lot of H-words, a lot of H-words in them. And they, uh, where they, they were singing. You know how they love things that rhyme, and they're saying, Hang on, Houthi, Houthi, hang on, yeah, yeah. They love the Houthis now. And uh, the Houthis took another shot at a U.S. warship because that's what they do. They're murderous pirates. They're, they're kidnappers, rapists. They're, they're cutthroats. It's where the term cutthroats comes from, people like this. Uh, but let's go to the uh, cutthroats at the White House on Saturday, the pro-Hamas, pro-Hezbollah, with uh, a sea of Palestinian flags, as they call it. Right now, of course, they're Hamas flags because what they're really supporting is Hamas, which is a genocidal terrorist group, and the Democrats are with them because, you know, one of these days it's going to be Jonestown. You know, most people don't even remember Jonestown. I think 900 socialists from Oakland and the San Francisco Bay Area committed suicide drinking the the poison Kool-Aid. It was actually a store brand version of Kool-Aid, not the Kool-Aid brand Kool-Aid, but Kool-Aid got stuck with it anyway. And... They, uh, 900 and some odd people, committed suicide and mass suicide. They were going to Guyana in South America to build a socialist utopia. And this is what always happens with socialist utopias, piles of bodies in the grass, because, you know, it's called the 20th century. Look it up. It was in all the papers. But let me get back to Saturday in Washington, D.C., because the Democrats, Democrats are a violent party. We know that, right? We, uh, we know that they rioted all over the country because St. George Floyd uh, died of heart failure while being arrested for yet another felony, but still they put the police officer in prison for more than 20 years, and then he was stabbed about 12 times by a Democrat in prison because the Democrats love death more than we love life. That's a slogan they took from Al-Qaeda, but uh, never mind that. You may remember, you may remember that... Um, President Trump had to be evacuated from the White House because a violent mob was attacking the White House in 2020. That was an election year. And the Democrats were violent mob, political violence all over the place. And then a few people got it into their head that this is normal behavior now, and the media will say it was mostly peaceful. And then January 6th happened, right? And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. We weren't talking about that. We were talking about left-wing violence. We love left-wing violence. You can kill as many people as you want. Literally dozens of people killed across the country during the George Floyd riots. Literally thousands of police officers injured during the George Floyd riots. And they're all Democrats. And, and again, George Floyd had so much fentanyl in his system that if they had found him at home dead in his Barca lounger, they would have just called it an overdose. And he died of a cardiac uh, failure, not by neck trauma or any of that. So it's all the biggest lie. Uh, well, it, it's hard. What's the biggest lie? Because Russian collusion and, um, gosh, there are so many giant lies. Masks work. Vaccine will keep, keep you from getting the Wuhan. Uh, vaccine will keep you from dying from the Wuhan. They, the lies are so many. Oh, no, it didn't come from the Wuhan Institute of Virology in Wuhan, China. No, it came from the wet market where, you know, the... Poor people get their food, yeah, and uh, they modified viruses there, right? But in any event, 
It went on for three days, the siege of the White House in 2020, um, May 30th, May 31st, June 1st. There were 160 to 180 police officers injured. They uh, set fire to the Church of the Presidents. And again, the president was evacuated. President Trump and his family were evacuated to the underground bunker at the White House. The Associated Press said Trump took shelter in White House bunker as protests raged. Wouldn't those be riots? But they still call them protests. So the president and the first families evacuated from the residents in the White House to an underground bunker that would survive a nuclear blast. And, and still they call it a protest, a demonstration. It's their First Amendment rights, you see. And, and the media actually mocked him and ridiculed him. And late night TV mocked him and ridiculed him while not really saying anything, certainly nothing critical about the riots at the White House that went on for days and forced the evacuation of the president and torched the church of the presidents, but pay no attention to that. So on Saturday, you know how the Democrats are now pro-jihad, they're pro-Islamic jihad, which doesn't make any sense uh, on its face until you realize that they both want to murder everybody, destroy everything, and impose a, a, uh, an authoritarian or totalitarian regime so they've got worldwide. So they've got that in common. The commies and the jihadis have that in common. Now let's go to Saturday. Fox News headline, White House staff, quote, relocated, end quote, after pro-Palestinian rioters, they call them rioters, damage anti-scale fencing, hurl objects at cops. All right? The uh, Daily Mail in the United Kingdom, they covered it. White House staff are relocated. That's obviously the government-issued term. They were evacuated. When you take a group of people from a building because they're in danger uh, as a result of the violent mob rioting outside, you are evacuated. That's the accurate word. But they're the news media. So White House staff are relocated as pro-Palestinian, pro-Jihad, pro-Hamas, pro-Hezbollah, pro-Houthi rebel Protesters, that is to say rioters, threatened to breach security fence while hur- hurling, listen to this, while hurling bloodied baby dolls. They're hurling, they brought dolls, they covered them with blood, they probably killed people to get the blood, symbolizing Gaza's dead children over perimeter. They're hurling the bloodied baby dolls, and that uh, symbolized the children of Gaza. Then they sent a check to Planned Parenthood because they don't make any sense on any level at all intellectually, rationally, emotionally, psychologically. And another one, uh, pro-Palestinian rioters outside White House hurl objects at officers as non-essential staff are reportedly evacuated, Fox News. So uh, pretty amazing stuff. Pro-Palestinian protesters swarm White House fence, Breitbart. And and I got to tell you, again, there's this kind of interesting story that one of the people in the mob whose face is completely covered up with Palestinian headdress and he's got glasses or goggles on and he's uh, wearing gloves. It was a little chilly, but he's got a patch on his shoulder and it's a it's an embroidered patch like you might find military or police patch. And it uh, turns out that a D.C. police officer took the uh, took the photograph of this person in the mob there or a police officer in D.C. at a bare minimum took the uh, took the photograph and uh, yeah DC cop working the protests their riots 
outside of the White House sent me this picture. It says S-H-O-E, uh, shoe on uh, your X. This patch is Al-Qasim Brigades. The Al-Qasim Brigades is the Hamas terror group. It's their military branch. The police officer said the guy dressed like uh, this were, the guys, plural, dressed like this were spotted and assessing. Uh, you know, they're collecting intelligence and they got these guys with the Kassam brigades <clears throat> from, and it's the military arm of the Hamas terrorist army. All right, and there they are at the, uh, at the White House. Now, let me go to some audio here. And and this is the Democrat Party, make no mistake. The jihad has been picked up in the United States by the Democrat Party. And they've raised generations of young Democrats to be... And and look, we've had suicide attack after suicide attack by Democrats. That's no joke. Suicide attacks, including the uh, James Hodgkinson, a Bernie Sanders campaign volunteer, you know, Sirhan Sirhan, I mean, I got to tell you, these guys, you you people. But the guy that shot Congressman Steve Scalise, a Bernie Sanders campaign volunteer, launched a suicide attack. He planned on murdering every Republican on that baseball field. But the police, who the Democrats want to defund, shot him to death before he could shoot any more members of Congress. I think four people were shot that day. And a Bernie Sanders volunteer, that was a very clear case of a suicide attack. Suicide attacks against police murdered nine in uh, Dallas, Texas at a Black Lives Matter rally. And uh, that was a suicide attack by a Democrat. Anti-police Democrat whipped him up into an anti-police suicidal murderous frenzy. Suicide attack in Baton Rouge uh, against the police there. Suicide attack on Capitol Hill murdered a U.S. Capitol police officer, William Evans, Billy Evans, and... uh, and was shot to death as he attacked more police with a giant knife he had just bought. The uh, Then, of course, the Democrat that self-immolated on the steps of the Supreme Court on Earth Day because he's very, he was, past tense, very concerned about the, about the weather, you know, the climate, all that stuff. So the Democrats, they, and those are all just Democrat left-wing, anti-police, anti-Republican suicide attacks. New York City officers Ramos and Lou, a leftist, racist, anti-police guy from Maryland drove up and murdered officers Ramos and Lou, went to a nearby subway stop, shot himself in the head, uh, another suicide attacker by the Democrats. And now they're hanging out with the Kassam brigades in front of the White House on Saturday, protesting in favor of the Houthis, who are radical Islamic terrorist army funded by Iran, Iran funded by the Democrats, Obama and Biden. And so it's really Obama and Biden that are funding the Houthis, Obama and Biden funding Hamas, Obama and Biden funding Hezbollah by way of Iran. But it's the money that tens of billions of dollars that Obama freed up and then billions more that Biden has freed up for Iran. And they are, you know, the terrorists behind the curtain here. All right, now let's go to, let's go to the, the White House on Saturday, where the Democrats, the jihadis, the the Qasem brigades were uh, attacking the White House, forcing the evacuation of White House personnel. And the news media basically ignored it. Why would they cover the news now? 
The uh, boom, boom, boom. You know, they love uh, pounding drums like the, and they, uh, like little pea brain. They have the, they have the brains of little children, little children. And then they got to the White House and there are these, I don't know why the temporary fences were up. I guess they expected this mob to show up. And so they're trying to protect and the Secret Service was out in force and they're being attacked by the Democrats. They, uh, they started dialing it up. Why is it always women? You notice it's always women. What do we want? Justice. When do we want it now? Who brought the whistle? They have whistles. They have bullhorns. In 2020, they brought bags full of M80s. That's an eighth of a stick of dynamite, and they were hurling those at the police. An M80 would blow your hand off and leave a stump at your wrist, and the Democrats were hurling those at the police. They injured 160 to 180 police in 2020 when they attacked the White House. But the the police didn't, again, 160 to 180 injured. There, there were, nobody was sentenced to jail time for that. Three days of riots, 160 to 180 police injured. Church of the President set on fire. The only building in Lafayette Park set on fire. The monuments covered in paint as they were on Saturday by the jihadi Democrats. And nobody did a, nobody got a, a, a jail term for any of those attacks, any of those assaults on police the explosive devices, the pallets of frozen water bottles to hurl at the cops. They, uh, that's all fine in the summertime, by the way. And then they apparently don't like Joe Biden as much as they used to. This must be the NASCAR crowd. And the, uh, we had to bleep because over and over again, they're doing the F Joe Biden, F Joe Biden chant. Uh, many. Uh, 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 yeah, they're. Uh, I think they're anti-Israel and uh, genocidally so. Um, just, uh, just amazing. Uh, and uh, here they come. They're attacking the White House. They had to evacuate the White House staff. They're attacking the fence line. The temporary fence set up. It's like a medieval thing. The Secret Service had to roll out and pour vats of molten lead onto them from the parapet. It's very tragic. Hundreds were killed. They're attending. What's with the women? Where do they get all these mentally disturbed women? They should probably be voluntarily sterilized, don't you think? Yeah, that uh, uh, Saturday, Saturday at the, at the White House. Now, I laughed kind of when I got the Washington Post on Sunday morning, which, uh, which I do at my own home, amazingly. And I've got an update for you on Fannie Willis, too, because she is, she's really something, you know, the, the Georgia person. But um, just, just amazing stuff. The, the Washington Post... Uh, coverage, if you can call it that, of this attack on the White House, this riot. The headline is March for Gaza Rally. 
It's a March for Gaza rally. Draws thousands to D.C. on Saturday. That all sounds very positive. One of the four writers is Clarence Williams. Wasn't he Link on the Mod Squad? I think he was. Glad to see he's still working as a reporter. Thousands of protesters, they're rioters, gathered in downtown D.C. They gathered Saturday afternoon at a rally. It's a rally. All positive words. Calling for a ceasefire in Gaza and a halt to U.S. aid in Israel. It doesn't say White House staff had to be evacuated urgently by the Secret Service because of fear that the White House would be overrun by the violent terrorist mob outside. See, that's not the way it it, uh, starts off. Because they're Democrats. That's the reason. I've got a bunch more on this craziness coming up. All right, we are back. Let us go to the telephones. And we've got border and we've got Iowa. We've got all kinds of stuff for you. Crazy Democrats, they're violent. Let's go to uh, let's go to line two. Let's go to Steve calling from Burke, Virginia. Stephen, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, good morning, Chris. Steve, uh, Air Force Pentagon guy. We met in Fairfax. Great to hear you every day. My wife and I love you. Hey, uh, going back to, uh, I think it was November, there were three uh, young Palestinian males uh, shot by a guy in Vermont, and the news media was all about Islamophobia. Biden immediately uh, condemned it for Islamophobia, but it turns out if you go to Red State and uh, Town Hall, some good reporting, including Jeff Charles, shows that, hey, this guy, the white middle-aged shooter, was actually a a Biden supporter, uh, a Hamas supporter, and yet, uh, of course, the Major media has zero about it. And uh, and before I go, uh, shout out to Jake Lang and the other uh, J6 political prisoners. Pre-trial confinement, three years now for Jake Lang. And, and I'll uh, listen here. Thank you, Chris. Wow. Uh, good stuff, Steve. Thank you very much. Uh, and you're right. And I came in with this story today about the, you know, the news media went crazy because this Islamophobic terrorist who is presumably uh, a Republican because everybody bad is a Republican. Uh, shot three Palestinian students. And now we learn in real clear investigations has it. Front page magazine has it. Uh, Steve, you mentioned a couple more. Turns out he's a Hamas-supporting lunatic who shot three Palestinians. Go figure. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.